Hi, I'm Adam. And I'm RJ. And you're listening to the Dysfunctional Podcast. We're just two gay boys who can't get enough of that D. Yup, gorsh. <laughs> no, that was good. That, that was, was good. That was better that than was, your Mickey. It's not. Up. No, it's good. No, it's not. Listeners, <laughs> it's good. You sound like you're like trying to breathe underwater. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Here's the show. <laughs> Every little piece, come tie him up, string him up. Every little piece, my love for Every you little will bit. always burn. Money, 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 buy the money, 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 buy the money, 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 buy the clouds are. I am a little. I did. We did not get a candle in the water. We did we not get, say for the whole credits though. So it could have been the because there's usually two credit songs. Well, they could have been the second one. I don't believe it exists, but I'm just saying it could have. We didn't get like a blue grassy. Bryce Dallas Howard, Candle on the Water. There, that changing that into a bluegrass song could have been really cool, actually. Yeah. Wait, oh, oh, there is one. Oh, oh my god, we're listening to this live right now. Ah, done. Perfect. <laughs> you already into it? Yep. Yeah, we must have missed it. Oh, this is the dragon. It's very what this movie It's very, was. yeah, it fit the movie. Okay, fine. You can have it. You can have Candle it. in the Water. So we're talking about so Pete's Dragon. So we're not Dragon. mad. <laughs> we're talking about Pete's Dragon today. Um, we watched it last week, and we like it. I really liked it. Adam really liked it. I re- so, okay, but also, okay, so, so I have to discuss get before to we talk about the movie. Mm-hmm. I have an affinity for any movie about a young child. Typically, I'm going to say child. Usually, they're centered on boys. Is usually how just because you know how Hollywood works. Yeah, Yeah. Um, a young child and their coming of age story. Yes, and this is to a T. To a T. Pete's coming of age story. I would say even more so than the original. Yeah, because the original... There is, like, a level of, like, him letting Elliot go in the yeah. original, and Elliot goes off to find a new boy to take care of. Um, but, but in this one, it's like, Elliot Elliot doesn't find a new boy to be with. He yeah, doesn't he just, just repeat the cycle. He yeah. actually moves well, on because, and moves forward. Yeah, so in the original, we can briefly talk about the original. The original is a classic, um, but if you have never seen it... As not a child, you might have a weird, like, what What did I watch? It's like... Because there is a lot going on in that film. It's like five to six different, different plots, subplots yeah. in one movie uh-huh. trying to do, like, Music Man and... <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, like, uh... Trying to do, like, wacky, zany musical comedy. But, like... But they were like, no, but the- we need to... We need to to make it like very like thoughtful and also like mean something. Right. It's so, it, they, uh, literally a lot is going on. It yeah. feels like a movie that had three different directors. Yeah. Um so there's the like plot of the adopted the family that Pete runs away from because they trying like, to get him back because they use him for child labor basically, right? Child labor and I think like tax credit or something. <laughs> I don't know. 
Then you have... But they are like Appalachian trash realness. R- oh, <laughs> so real. Then you have... Um, what is her name? Uh, Linda uh, Ronstadt? Not <laughs> Linda Ronstadt. The lady who sings... Uh, Lighthouse Lady. Kayla Mickey Rooney's daughter. No, 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 no. What is her big song? Her big song. Um, I Am Woman, Hear Me Roar. Oh, yes. Her, she, you have her plot, which is like, she oh, like lives in this lighthouse and lights the lighthouse every night because her fiancé, right? Sure. Fiance, um, was lost at sea, and she's hoping someday he'll come back to her. Then you have her father, who's just like the town drunk. Yep. Then you have um, Pete and Elliot, and like their kind of overarching full story of like having a dragon. I don't know. And then <laughs> you have um, the guy that comes into town to make money off of selling Elliot the dragon. Yep. And there's another one, but I don't remember. But all of these things are happening in this one film. And it's a lot going on. And So in the new... In it's the very sm- indicative of Walt Disney Company in the 70s. Yeah. And like, so in their new um, version of Pete's Dragon, they've really just centered the... It. Yeah, stripped it. So it's only telling the story of Pete and Elliot and the woman and family and town that finds him. Yes. It's very... It reminded me of another movie. Mm-hmm. Just like that, you know, that a, a woman who feels like it's her obligation to take care of this child because she, she never really alluded to the fact if she of she's always wanted a child, but she's just about to get married and like mm-hmm. is in the like mode of like I want to start a family. But yeah. it, it's more of like fascination about she loves the woods just as much just as, as Pete does. Just as much does. as Pete does, yeah. So she's just like fascinated like how could you have lived in the woods for yeah. five so, years. So, spoiler alert, we'll, we'll be discussing plot points of Pete's yep. Dragon. Um, we, the movie, like, it start okay. Right out of the gate, we're in tears. So, you know how, like, Up happens? Yep. And you're, like, crying? Mm-hmm. Not, okay, so there's, technically there's two starts to Up. There's the Up where you see them as the kids. kids. Which is, like, very cute. And then the montage. And then you have the montage sequence, which leaves everyone... In tears. In tears. So they essentially did the second part of Up. Like, just making sure you're wrecked before you start this movie. Yeah, it tells the story of how, basically, how Pete got lost in the woods. Right. So it's like, he's four, I think? Four or five, yeah. Four or five. And he's in the car with his parents... And they're driving and they're going on, it feels like they're going on a road trip or maybe they're going yeah, camping. Yeah, they've, they've been camping from what the montages, for what the flashbacks showed, I think they did like multiple stops to mm-hmm. like camp. Okay. So they were on this camping trip. They're in the car driving and Pete is reading a book called... Elliot Runs Away? Yes. And it's this little children's book about a little dog named Elliot that runs away from the family while they're camping. So Mm -hmm. it's very, like, what's happening. It's probably, the mom probably bought it because they're like, oh, we're going camping. Oh, it's camping. And it was also, like, helping him read. Yeah. Very sweet. He's reading in the back. As of, and if you're ever, if you watch enough movies, as soon as you're in a car, you automatically know. Like, if you're, especially if you're viewing, not from, like, the side or the, like, 
the front wi- like the front windshield, mm-hmm. which is like usually how they film a conversation. But if they're filming from like a different angle in the car, you're like something is gonna happen gonna in this happen car to them. because they're you're putting they're putting it they're putting you in the space of the car. Yeah. <sighs> so already you're like who they're gonna hit? They're gonna hit a semi. Something's gonna happen. And it's not that dramatic, but I mean it's still dramatic. So they go. They're on the road. Elliot's reading this book. His mom calls him the bravest little boy she's ever met. And then a deer runs in front of the car. The dad swerves to hit the deer. And then there's this beautiful, there's this beautiful sequence. And I just, it's like. It's like the entire thing goes slow motion. Yes. And you see that the car is flipping over, but the shot of the car is, st- is static. Stagnant on so Elliot. You just or on see, Pete, I'm Yeah, sorry. so you see Pete go up, like, see all the things in the car, like, fly. Flying and, around. And he's just, like, looking around in wonder. Because they kind of shot it like it was, like, a magical scene where everything starts flying. And, because like, they were just saying how they're going to go on an adventure. And an adventure, and yeah. And then this happens. So, mom and dad are dead. Um, Elliot gets out somehow and starts to hear, like, animals. So he runs, like, he runs through the woods trying to get away. He's cornered by all these wolves. And then Elliot comes out of nowhere and saves him. And that's the, that's, like, then we get the title sequence. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're all wrecked already. I was so- sobbing. Like, heavy sobs. Yep. Um, so I already knew I was in for a rough time with yeah. this situation. So then they go into the movie, and you're introduced to... Where did those come from? The flowers? No. The girls. Devin got them for us, remember? No. It was... She gave me a gift for the show. Oh, I didn't see what was in it. They're pothole. They sit on pots. Like, oh, that's when you cute. Plant. Oh, that's cute. Um, so you get introduced by the cast of characters in the town. There's Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. Nancy Barb. I don't no, know. It's not Barb. <laughs> She's not Barb from Stranger Things. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's a park ranger, and her dad, Robert Redford, who his story is like I'm Robert Redford. I'm Robert Redford. He, so he kind of, it's kind of alluding to the original where he's not necessarily the town drunk, but he's like the town storyteller because he keeps telling the kids like these stories about, oh, there's a dragon out there in the woods and I fought him, blah, 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 blah. Does, and Bryce does Dallas Howard's Mickey Bernie also have that story where he's like, I, I know there's a dragon? I don't, I don't remember. But I, I think it may have been a thing that he was like, I know there's a dragon, but he's all big talk because he's drunk. Yeah. I feel like that was part of it. Probably. But in this, they just decided to make it like he really He's just telling old tall tales. Yes. And, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, so she's she's the park ranger. So she's like, I'll make sure you kids, like, you know, I'll look out for our dragon, whatever. Mur, 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 mur. Like kind of being smart alecky, but not being rude to her dad. She's just like pl- kind of playing along. Grace. It's, Grace. It's very, like, she plays along with him. She goes out, realizes that you see that. Helen Reddy. Oh, that's Luna Ronstadt. And she played Nora. Okay. Sorry. Um, so she goes to the woods. The big the big conflict of the movie is that the logging... Like, you can tell that logging is their, 
is their city, like their town's number one source of income. But they keep going farther and farther into like the deep of the woods that aren't, that are protected and that shouldn't be cut down. You find out that her fiance is the owner of the Jack. Jack, who's the owner of the like logging company. Logging company. Or like and, the man is he the owner, the manager? Yeah, Something I think like that. it's 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 the owner because he keeps because his brother works for Gavin. him, Gavin, and the brother is like, someday I want to you know I want to take over the company, blah 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 blah, and he, the brother is the one that keeps wanting to log farther into the woods the, right the the protected part of the yes. forest which it feels like the national forest part of the woods. i know right and it's like and i was like this is illegal it's <laughs> definitely illegal like you what but listen we're not gonna go plot point over plot point but it's a very good movie it is it kind of it it does a lot of fixing in the original that i thought really worked like cleaning up the story making sure it's just one Plot. Thorough plot. Yeah. The the logistics of Elliot is also explained a lot better. Because yeah. it's like, he's not just There's a, like this beautiful like song they sing of like the backstory of the dragons. Mm-hmm. It's not just like a green cartoon <laughs> dragon mm-hmm. from like medieval times plopped into the middle of America. Mm-hmm. Like in the original. He like looks like he comes from the forest. Like his... His fur. He's like not. He's not scaly. He's like. He's not has scaly. Fur. His fur because it's cold in it's the mountains. It's cold in the mountains. Yep. Um. His his the color of his fur really blends into the trees that yeah. are in that area. He doesn't just like disappear. He kind of like it's beca- camouflage. It's camouflage more than disappearing. Yeah. Or going invisible like what it was in the original. And. Aka just not drawing anything. Yeah. <laughs> And it's this beautiful story because you kind of see the story of Pete wanting to be with the humans, but also you see the story of Elliot, which, like... Who has raised Pete. Who raised Pete. This is the other thing, is, like, in the original, Pete and Elliot find each other, like, at the beginning of the film, Mm -hmm. when he runs away from, what are they called? The, like... Whatever. Crumps or something like that. And they find each other at the beginning of the film. The entire film, I think... The span of the film is like four days. Yeah. And then by the end of the fourth day, he lets Elliot like go. That. But it's not, there isn't like this, like the saddest part of the new version is that he lets Elliot go at the end. And it's so hard for both of them because they've spent the last like five years together. Mm-hmm. And so that that's, and you get to see like how, how they interact and how they live together, like yeah. It's so beautiful how much they take care of and each other. And you can other. tell, like, Elliot, too, is conflicted because not only are the people afraid of her, even, afraid of him, even the people that want to save him, but he's also like, well, I don't, I want to protect Pete because right. I can see how they, not all humans are the same. Not all humans are Grace and Pete that want to protect me and each other. There are some humans like Gavin who want to hunt me down or that want to exploit, basically. Mm-hmm. So there's this, like, the big climactic scene is Pete, like, setting fire um, to the, the bridge. bridge so that they can't chase him and Pete. But the fire accidentally traps Jack, traps and, Jack and, Grace. and Grace, who Pete actually cares for. So then Elliot ends up saving them. And it's just like, this beautiful, like, Elliot basically had to... Elliot giving up Pete was really kind of the 
the strongest part of it, I feel like, because yeah. it's it's that maternal like instinct that I feel like Elliot has that doesn't want to give give up Pete. And then he does, and then they're all happy at the end. And then the best part, I think the best part of the movie is at the end when Pete does start growing up in the, the family. The family they like visit Elliot from time to time and the they top, go up into in the, the mountains. The top of the mountains. And you see Elliot flying around with other dragons. Yeah. Which I think is beautiful. And it's just really cool. I really like the idea that I mean the dragon is such like a Chinese and a European like vi- villain, I guess, or like that. Like, but I yeah, love creature. that like yeah. But I love that... We were able to adapt it for an American yeah, story. There are American dragons, too. Yeah, like an American folklore. It's I really, really cool. like that, that they kind of integrated or incorporated the whole magic and fantasy of dragons, but told it through how Americans, or how the Americana like story and folklore is. So like yeah. they use the themes of like bluegrassy music and like you know just like that rural, mm-hmm. simple... Like small town, small yeah. town charm in order to tell the story of like this fantastical. Story. Let's talk about my other favorite thing that we like slowly discovered as the movie progressed was that this film does not present. It's not. Yeah. Current. The entire time we kept being like, okay, is it just because they're in the small town? So things are like not things get to them slower. Things, yeah. Things get to them slower. Or are they actually in? I think they're legitimately in the eighties, either like early eighties or like sometime in the eighties where it, like, it's still 70s look, but... Uh, well, so you have the scene with Elliot and his parents at the mm-hmm. very beginning, and his mother is doing Faradu. Yes! Like, she yes. is doing Farrah Fawcett hair. Yes. So I feel like it's definitely the... Eight, it's probably, like, the mid-80s. It was probably the early 80s when that scene happened, and then it's, like, five years later, mid-80s. Yeah. When, this, when the rest of the story takes place. But I really liked setting it there because there is a charm of like 80s we were still so naive kind of the kind of the same thing that stranger things has on netflix yeah where there is the like you're able to do things in a small town you wouldn't do now yeah because like cell phones exist and social media exists so it it was really nice placing it then but not caricaturizing it yeah not making it the Goldbergs. Yeah. Um, it was just like simple life, simple time. I don't know. Just a lot of the decisions of this movie were excellently made, I feel like. Can we talk about Robert Redford? Let's talk about Robert Redford. <laughs> so Robert Redford is doing his very best Robert Redford in this movie. Like the, the best Robert Redford. Honestly, I don't even know if they told him he was a character or if I they were they like, were can like, you just like... Say these lines and just be you. And he was like, okay. Um, he's Grace's dad. Yep. And like he, so he's the only person in town that has seen Elliot before in the past in mm-hmm. his like travels in the woods. And when he tells the story of like how he actually met Elliot, because Grace was like, I think there's an actual dragon out there. And he's like, oh yeah, um, you know, I was out in the woods and there was this dragon this big dragon and you know we looked at each other and we just stared at each other and then 
we flew he flew away and you know i knew no one was gonna believe him so like clearly just yeah <laughs> not acting at all did this movie remind you of tomorrowland in any way because it kind of did for me but i don't know how the shots i feel like some of the cinematography yeah. was similar yeah who it, was the director hold on oh david lowry David Lowry was the director of this movie, and he's also done. Nothing of. Nothing I know. Nothing I've seen, I should say. But I was listening to. Pop culture? Pop Rocket? One of them. <laughs> and one of them was talking about how they were very excited to see Pete's Dragon because they're like, David Lowry is such a good filmmaker. Like, he tells really good That's stories. That's the thing. I feel like this sets it apart from other live action films. There's a strong sense of, like, this is a film. This is an art. And for all those people like, who are, artistic. like, mad that Disney's remaking films of their past, RJ. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's really cool because, <laughs> like, Pete's Dragon, unless you know it, it's really not that well-known. Yeah, exactly. And they're telling a completely different story. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I thought it was really good. I, I will I will definitely be purchasing it when it comes out. Um, I just enjoyed every minute of it. I cried through almost the entire thing. But again, guys, I'm biased. I love me a coming-of-age story. They're my favorite. You love yourself, um, uh, what's the Rosie O'Donnell one? Wide awake. Wide awake. Guys, do yourself a favor. Take a take a Saturday morning and find Wide Awake. I don't know where you can find it. Um, find Wide Awake starring Rosie O'Donnell. It's M. Night Shyamalan's first movie. It's the saddest thing you will ever watch. I cry through the entire movie. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Let's go to our D's. It's time for everyone's favorite, What's the D? So Disney. Okay, here's my D. So... Oh my God, put it away. Good one. Thank you. It's a family podcast, RJ. How dare you? <laughs> um, I have been to Blaze Pizza since it's oh opened. Oh my God. Like, probably six times. The last time I went, they actually recognized me. And they're like, oh, it's Jesus you again. And I was like, yeah. I am obsessed with Blaze Pizza at Disney Springs. I don't know what's happening. And it's, it's very fasc- good. It's very good. And it's fascinating because it's a chain. It's not like anything nope. new. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. But for some reason, because it's my first It's not even like Deluxe, pe- Deluxe pizza, Burger. It's just so simple and easy. And I can just... Whip up a pizza for $8 and call it a day. Yeah. It's just so great. Every time I've gone, I've tried a different pizza because you can build your own and I kind of do my own thing every single time. But my... (laughs) I feel like I stick to my basics really uh, consistently. Um, I do like a mozzarella ricotta. I hate everything about um, this right now. But not just like the shredded mozzarella, the ovalini, like the fresh mozzarella with ricotta. And then I mix up the other toppings, but always arugula at the end. Always arugula. And that's my D. My new um, that's obsession your, that's with your pizza. That's your B. Blaze pizza. Uh, yeah, thanks. How about you? <laughs> Guys. Guys! Uh, 
So yesterday. Yesterday was the inaugural first annual. I don't even know if it's going to be annual. I don't even know if they know if it's going to be annual. <laughs> um, the inaugural photo pass day. Which I feel like they didn't even advertise. I heard nothing about it. I it like They literally made it a thing I can find out. I can tell you when they released a press thing about it. Give me a moment, please. Uh, Tuesday. And then it was Friday. Yep. Great. Tuesday they announced the photo pass day. Friday it happened. Um, they had a special, they had like these photo pass challenges where you could go and if you did all of the challenges in the park, you were able to download a free print or whatever. Um, and they had one, they had one for each park and then one at Disney Springs and uh, then at Epcot, they had, like, special characters meeting. So they had Mul- Mulan and Mushu. They had Snow and Dump- Dopey and Alice and the Queen of Hearts. So that was kind of cool, getting, a, like, a two-for-one where you usually just get one. It, they should have done Mary and Bert is who they should have done. I know. And I would have gone there In a heartbeat. immediately. That's fine. Um, but in... Uh, Magic Kingdom, they had Pinocchio and Gideon and Honest John Who goes by his full name. Fellow. Worthington Fowlfellow. J. Worthington Fowlfellow. Uh, meaning in Storybook Circus. Um, I am a lover of Pinocchio. I have a strong relationship to that character. Uh, so I finished what I had been doing earlier in the day and I ran over to meet him and all my dreams came true. And the rest is her stream. The rest is her stream, mama. No, it was great. It was really nice meeting them. We told Pinocchio at the end, we were like, Pinocchio, you, you shouldn't can't, be you hanging can't out with these be two. be with these two. They're not gonna lead you down the good path. And they They're were like, exploiting- you need to go. Yeah. You need to go. <laughs> like, you're just exploiting you. They don't actually care about you. You don't actually have to perform they're if you don't want to. They're selling you to strom- Stromboli. And they're like, okay, thank you, thank you. It was really cute. It was cute. I wish that Pinocchio met regularly. Can we I talk about, and I'm still mad we didn't get a picture of this child. The greatest thing that happened in that line, waiting for Pinocchio, was there was a little girl. She was probably three years old. Sure. She had on, if you're familiar with character attendance, they have this very specific costume. It's like khaki shorts. Um, and like a, a blue, like a blue button up with like dark blue accents. Yep. The, they call them blueberries in entertainment. Um. The, the, in the, um, oh my God, what's the word? I don't know. Industry. In the industry. Shut up. Industry. That wasn't even worth it. I know. I'm sorry. In the business. Um, so anyway, so. This little girl, her mother had made her, like, an exact copy of the character tenant outfit. And she even had, like, a little name tag. It was so cute. I almost took a picture, but then I was like, that's kind of weird. But honestly, it was... She was getting full fantasy, Mama. She was so cute. That was the best part. Alright. And that's it. That's my D. Well, folks, this concludes our show. So thanks for bearing with us to the bare end and barrel around to see us again. What do you say, Sammy? I say y'all come back. You hear?
Okay, so... We are just... No, I'm gonna try to do it all on my own. Okay. So RJ's making food, so I'm gonna try to do this. Okay, guys. Listen. If you liked what you heard, um, rate and review us on iTunes. We need all the help we can get. Um, if, if you liked it, why don't you go to Facebook? Facebook.com slash show... Nope. Deep, deep... The D podcast, and give us a little, give us a little like, give us a little like over there. Um, what else? We are also on Twitter. The, the, just search the dysfunctional podcast. We'll come up. It's also the D podcast. Also, I mean, you can literally at the D podcast, but just search dysfunctional pod. It's gonna come up. I'm not worried about it. And we're on Tumblr. You can find us on Tumblr at. Dis- the D-Podcast. DotTumblr.com. We know you have one, so follow us there. And we have an Instagram. The D-Podcast. I'm getting a theme. Uh, and we're... So, fo- follow us? Follow us on Instagram? Yep. Yeah, follow us on Instagram. I didn't know if it was like or follow. Follow us on Instagram. And... Do you want to tell them what we're doing next week? Oh! I was like, wait. We already know our episode... Guys, we are going to the motherland. We're visiting where Walt walked. Where would Walt walk? Disneyland. We're going home. It's our homecoming. We're taking friend of the show, Miranda. Magical Moments by Miranda. Check it out. Um, we're taking her. She's never been. She's very excited. We are so ecstatic to go visit. I haven't been since 2014. It's been so long. Um, can't wait. We'll definitely do an in-depth review of our trip when we're back. Yeah, I kind of want to, we'll probably do some Facebook lives, little, like, little snippets. Okay, sure. As we do our thing. So make sure you like us on Facebook so you can be abreast with us. Be a boob of the times. Yeah. All right, thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, take it away, bluegrassy. Oh, do you want me to find it? No, I'll just I'll put it in. No, I'll, do, I'll just, we'll just do it. Go north, go north with the wings on your feet. Go ah. north with the wind yes. where the three rivers meet. Yes! There's a clearing of sorts in a circle of trees. Yes! Where the wild constellations shine one, two, and three. Three. Look all I mean, oh, around. give me that harmony! It's no Linda Ronstadt. It wasn't Be sure to bring your death certificate.